Thank you, Lynn, for our song tonight, and thank you for being with us. And I'm going to ask that you turn to Matthew chapter 23. And I'd like to spend just a brief moment looking at this chapter and making application for ourselves tonight. We hear and read a lot about the Pharisees in the pages of the New Testament. It was a sect of the Jews, a ruling sect of the Jews, which were very prominent in that day and time. They were very strict. And I thought as I read Matthew chapter 23, uh, there's a lot that we can learn about them. They were peculiar people, religiously speaking. If you'll notice in Matthew chapter 23 and verse 3 is the first passage that comes to my mind. They failed to practice what they preached. Have you ever hear people doing that? So do and observe whatever they tell you, verse 3, but not the works they do, for they preach, but they do not practice. They were pre- people who wouldn't uh, practice what they preach and wouldn't live the message uh, that they were speaking. Notice in verse 5, Jesus speaks and tells us another aspect about the Pharisees. They were more into show and tell than they were anything else. It was a type of show and tell religion. Verse 5, they do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. They like to have the preeminent preeminence among others, and they like to show the matter of religion rather than doing the matter of religion. If you'll notice in verse 23, He tells us that they like to major in the minors. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. A lot needs to be said with regard to the context here and what Jesus had in mind, but it's very clear that they were not involving themselves in doing all that God wanted them to do. They were neglecting it. They were making mountains out of molehills, molehills into mountains, and they had their priorities out of place. There's a point in verse 28 that I think is interesting that helps me understand the ancient Pharisees. In this particular verse, he tells us that they liked to be beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, they were full of dead men's bones. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. I'd like to turn to Matthew chapter 15 because in Matthew 15 and verse 6, he does tell us another aspect about the Pharisees. And in verse 6, he mentions this with regard to their traditions. What they had done is they had created man-made traditions and it elevated them to the same level as that of divine law. And Jesus condemns them for this in Matthew 15 and 6. He need not honor his father, so for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. Again, more context needs to be discussed, but in our brief moment tonight, we can see part of their problem. Their problem was creating man-made law and making it sacred and binding it on other people, which Jesus condemns. Now, before I leave this matter of the Pharisees in ancient times, I'd like to think about ourselves tonight. Am I speaking to people tonight who fail to practice what they preach? Do we fail 
in our responsibility of doing what God has told us to do? Are we kind of people who are a show-and-tell people? We like to go through the matter of religion and pretend that we're religious without it really affecting us in our heart and our mind and changing our lives? Are we the kind of people who misplace our priorities and try to major in the minors and minor in the majors and don't focus on the things that we really need to focus on, which means changing our lives for what is right? What about us? Are we trying to present a very beautiful, righteous picture on the outside, but on the inside and our mind is void of the word of God? And we're not really filled with the kind of love that we ought to have for God and for God's word. A type of show and tell type of religion. Could that be speak of our life? And what about the traditions? Are we heavy on tradition and light on truth? Are we just more concerned about doing what others want to do? What is acceptable to others? Or are we devoted to the truth of God's word and insist on God's word being done in our lives, in our work, in our worship? You know, before I condemn the Pharisees, and there was a lot to find fault with them, perhaps I should look in the mirror and look at myself from the word of God and consider myself very carefully in light of what God says about me. Otherwise, I might be giving the Pharisees a high compliment of emulating their religious views. And I don't want to do that. Christ came to give us abundantly. And in turn, I already had life. But when Christ came into my life, by my obedience to the gospel of Jesus, I had abundant life. I now had forgiveness of sin. And whatever Christ said and inspired apostles and writers of the New Testament, that was to be the guide for my life. And if the word of God was to tell me something, then I knew I was supposed to do it. That's the kind of life, a life of submission, that God wants me to live. We all have to work on that. We all have to determine in our heart and mind, I'm not going to go through just the motions in religion. I'm not going to play at this. I'm really going to do what God wants me to do. And that begins with repenting of my sins and recognizing my faults. And admitting I'm the one at fault here. No one else. Not God. But me. And I confess my faith in Christ. And I'm baptized into Christ just as Christ told me to be. Matthew 16, 15 and 16. I'm added to his church. Acts chapter 2, verse 47. There in turn having received and obeyed the word of God. I live it every day thereafter to the best of my ability. And it could be that I get to the point where I'm filled with such tradition and such a humdrum attitude that I need to be driven back to the word of God and repent of that, that apathetic attitude, and come back to Christ before it's too late. This invitation applies to you. I encourage you to obey the gospel tonight. Whatever the need tonight, won't you come? While together we stand and while we sing.